Ask a VC by Ryan Floyd. Thoughts on venture capital and growing your SaaS startup. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Floyd. I'm a managing director at Storm Ventures. We're an early stage B2B focused venture fund. Welcome to the new episode of my podcast series, Ask a VC, where I give advice to you to help you grow your SaaS business. Similar, I'd be sharing with you if I was an investor or advisor on the board of your company. I originally recorded most of these episodes as videos, which you can see on my YouTube channel, Ask a VC. So as a result, please excuse any visual references in the podcast, though I don't think there are many. I hope you enjoy. I've been slow to put out any new uh, videos of late um, because of the current pandemic. And uh, I know it's an incredibly difficult time for so many out there, but I wanted to begin to share some of my thoughts about what it's like as a venture investor, how I'm thinking about it, um, as well as some additional videos around uh, the sort of advice we're giving uh, companies and you know, how we're you know, thinking about this more broadly in the business context. So anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you do, please hit subscribe and, and uh, be sure to leave me some comments. So in this series, I'm, I want to talk about what it's like being a venture investor. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to say I hope you all are safe. Um, it looks like we're going to be sheltering in place here for quite a while, and the recovery seems like uh, it may take quite a bit of time. It's really anybody's guess. But just on a personal note, I do know how hard this is for so many people out there, um, and uh, my my thoughts are with you, and, and I hope there's a bit that... Uh, uh, you can get out of these um, out of these videos that can help you through uh, all of this and with your uh, with your business. So for us as a venture investor, um, I think there's some things that might be uh, obvious to some, and maybe some things that are not obvious. And the reason I wanted to share my thoughts about it as a venture investor is because I think it's important for anyone thinking about fundraising to understand the mindset of uh, investors right now. Um, and obviously, this is just my my opinion, but I'm I'm pretty confident I probably represent uh, the perspective of, of of many 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 others. So you know, when I think all of this happened, my first priority really was you know outside of my family that was the team at at Storm uh, and how to transition to really working remote. And while in some ways as a venture fund we're in better shape than others because we do spend a lot of our time outside the office meeting entrepreneurs and working with portfolio companies, um, we certainly have an office culture at Storm. We have lunches every Monday together. We spend uh, days uh, having companies present to us. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, our work life certainly revolves around the office. And so it has been a transition for us and uh, trying to get used to it, all the Zoom calls and, you know, the Zoom happy hours on Friday. And, uh, and I think we're, you know, making it work. We're getting to be pros on Slack. Um, but uh, I do understand how, how hard that is for so many. Uh, it's much more challenging than, um, than I think a lot of people represent, and we've struggled with it as a, as a firm. The, um, you know, the second thing to mention is you know, we've spent a lot of time talking to our investors, uh, the people who entrust us with uh, their money uh, to invest on their behalf and letting them know kind of what we're thinking right now about the portfolio, letting them know where we see risk, uh, letting them know how we're thinking about investing going forward, um, helping them plan for capital calls. That is to say, when we're going to call their capital, because uh, you know some of our LPs 
which stands for limited partners, um, you know, need to be more thoughtful now about uh, their forecasting uh, when they need to be able to uh, meet capital call requirements, given that many of the other assets uh, in their uh, fund and in their portfolio are worth you know, far less today than they were uh, 30 days ago. So we've been spending a lot of time with LPs on the phone and, and, and walking them through all that and also getting their advice about what they're hearing from other managers and making sure you know, we're not missing anything or you know, thinking about things perhaps uh, you know, far differently than others are. Um, and we've had to make a lot of changes. We were planning our LP meeting in May, and no big surprise, you know, we canceled that weeks ago and, uh, and are adjusting, and hopefully we'll get to do that perhaps in the fall. Um, but we may end up spending a lot of time virtually and doing things over uh, Zoom calls and, uh, and email. The, um, by far the most amount of my time in the last few weeks has been spending it with a portfolio. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some of our companies that are doing incredibly well right now um, that happen to be uh, building products that helped with remote work. You know, we have a company, Splashtop, that helps... Uh, companies access uh, servers and uh, laptops remotely, uh, and it's become a very popular product, with no surprise. And companies like TalkDesk that um, you know help companies that are trying to transition to call centers in the cloud. And today, with the inability really to stand up physical call centers and have employees work, that ability to really be distributed uh, and service your customers is even more important, and that's certainly benefited uh, TalkDesk as well. But most of our companies are, you know, are, are challenged, like I'm sure many of you are, uh, that were caught, you know, off guard as we all were uh, with this, and we're trying to figure out what to do going forward um, with respect to expenses. But, but really, what I think everyone is really focused on, outside of the very obvious things around cash conservation, which I I will put together a video in terms of very specific advice and things we're thinking about on that, because it's. Um, there, there's a lot to get into there in terms of how companies are thinking about this, but it's really trying to predict, you know, what the the next couple of quarters are going to look like. Um, because while we can really, you know, control our expenses to some degree, um, you know, the unknowns around revenue at this point um, are just tremendous. It's like nothing I've ever faced in my career because, uh, you know, it's just it's very hard to predict what's what's going to happen, and that obviously has a big impact on cash and. Uh, how we might think about, you know, expense control. Um, many of our companies have already started to take uh, actions this week um, around uh, furloughs and layoffs and salary reductions and foregoing bonuses and, and just a lot, a lot of hard work and sacrifice um, to, you know, to try and match up with what they think they're going to need to do to survive to the other side of all this. The, um, the, you know, the, the biggest challenge I think, you know, everyone's facing is cash and, um, and, and, and thinking about whether or not there will be any additional investment for these companies because the challenge in venture for most of our companies is that they're all on a path to go out of business because everyone is unprofitable. So in some point in time, they need to raise money. I mean, that is the venture model. So, you know, we're really trying to think through, uh, is that investment even going to be available? In prior downturns, uh, it became incredibly challenging to raise money. Um, uh, 2008, 2009, when that crash happened, uh, it was a good six to nine months, even for the best companies, to be able to raise money. 
um, and the crash back in 2000 to 2002 and that period after 9-11, right after I'd started Storm, uh, it was just a wasteland. It was incredibly difficult to raise money. Um, And, uh, you know, we really had to figure out ways to help our companies through the desert and and, um, some were able to make it and and some unfortunately, you know, weren't. So we're spending a lot of time thinking about that right now. The reason I mention that is because I think it leads me to my next point around investing. I think a lot of people are wondering, are venture investors going to be investing in new companies and how are we thinking about that? And that's really the, the meat of what I wanted to really talk about. Because I think as an entrepreneur, you're trying to think about if you have to raise money for your company, are there even going to be venture investors out there that you know are going to be willing to open up their checkbooks and, and, and back you? Um, the answer, probably not surprisingly, is it you know it's it's complicated and it depends. Um, I think most venture investors uh, are reeling right now and are spending a tremendous amount of time on their portfolio. So I you know I think right now uh, as we're sort of still kind of in free fall, it's probably very difficult to raise money, uh, and I probably wouldn't even spend time trying to do it right now. Um, I think it'd be okay to try and have conversations, but uh, I think most venture investors focus is on their existing portfolio and doing what they can to uh, help kind of think through strategy and, and next steps. So as we move into late spring, uh, early summer, uh, I'm sure activity will pick back up again. Um, you know, I can speak for a storm standpoint, you know, we have quite a bit of money to invest. I think when my partners and I think back to prior downturns, you know, I think a mistake we probably made was that we were not aggressive enough about new investments and uh, and making new investments. As it's it's easy the psychology of a downturn uh, to you know keep you kind of sitting on the sidelines. And so we are actively this time trying to go out and source and look for new new opportunities. But with that having been said, I think there's some some challenges, and so the reason you you know you see a lot of venture investors saying, uh, you know, hey, we're open for business, want to be investing, yet at the same time you hear people talking about things are going to slow down. That's what I kind of want to reconcile for you. And um, you know, one of the basic challenges, you know, stating the obvious, as I'm sitting here in my uh, my new office in my dining room in my house, uh, is that everything is done uh, over Zoom, um, and making investments without meeting people in person uh, is will be a first for virtually everyone. Now, I'm sure there's some funds out there that have uh, written checks without having ever met the founders. In fact, we made an investment in a company called Gather years ago uh, that was based in Atlanta without having ever met the founders in person. But yeah, and we did it over Zoom. But in that case, you know, we happen to have known some people that knew the founders quite well and um, and so we were able to feel comfortable taking that risk but I'd say by and large you can imagine that presents an obstacle uh, for you know for many to sort of get used to and get comfortable with doing that so that's going to slow things down I just mentioned I'm spending a lot of time with my portfolio right now Uh, I'm sure that's true of virtually every single venture investor and as a result they just don't have as much time to be looking at new opportunities you know, whereas I might have been spending, you know, half my time looking at new opportunities, you know, 45 days ago, maybe I have 10% of my time now to do that. Uh, and so that's going to slow everything down and impact uh, everyone. Um, I think there's a lot of unknowns now in terms of, you know, what is the world going to look like post pandemic? And, you know, is spending going to resume? And, you know, what are potentially the right investments in the right areas to be investing in going forward? So I think, 
that's going to take venture investors some time to really kind of think through and, and develop a thesis around it. I mean, you, the way to sort of think about it is we were all firing on all pistons, uh, you know, 30 days ago, 45 days ago. And now uh, we're having to really rethink what that strategy is going forward. You know, in Storm's case, we're still big believers in B2B, uh, SaaS, enterprise SaaS. We're not doing anything dramatic in terms of a shift, but we are sort of rethinking categories and uh, burn rates and, you know, what we ought to expect in terms of, you know, revenues. Um, I mean, even looking at companies today, uh, it takes a, it's a different eye. I mean, we used to look for growth opportunities, but to expect growth going into Q2, Q3 of this year is probably not realistic. Um, but they could still be great, great, great companies in many cases. So all of that takes just, you know, a lot to think through, um, despite the fact that there's plentiful capital, whether it's with Storm or with others on the sideline that, that does want to invest. And I don't think venture investors are looking to, you know, get some great deal and take advantage of entrepreneurs and reset valuations, although there may be some, some slight reset on, on valuations. I actually don't think that like, that's likely to occur. I think there's so much money out there to invest in great ideas that we probably won't see huge valuation changes. We may see some, uh, you know, t time will tell. But um, I, I think it's, it's more, I think what entrepreneurs ought to do right now is you really ought to be preparing for the long haul and know that there's a lot of competing interests right now uh, on behalf of investors uh, that, you know, they, they have to, you know, perhaps set priorities a bit differently than they did uh, 30 days ago. So um, I encourage you to continue to have those conversations. I'd certainly like to have them uh, with, with folks that sort of are a good match for Storm. But at the same time, I tell you that uh, it you know, probably will take a bit longer and, um, and to be patient with, uh, with, with the process too because um, you know, we're all trying to figure out a path forward onto the other side. Thanks for listening. If you found it interesting, please subscribe. If you like it, make sure to share it with your friends. If you've got a suggestion for a topic for this podcast or even a video series, then tweet me. My handle's easy. It's Ryan Floyd, all one word. Or send me an email or even leave a comment on my YouTube channel. All right, until next time, thanks. Be safe. Thank you for listening. Visit youtube.com, ask a VC for a video version of this podcast.